Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's a bird out there. I think I saw a bug. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about Hooray Foods Awesomer Bacon, vegan options at Vietvana and Avondale Estates, and trying Noble Jerky. Wow, wow, wow. Is it awesomer or awesome? Awesomer. Okay. Autocorrect hates the word awesomer and gotcha. insists on changing it back. I'm just looking every at time the script I... in it doesn't say awesomer yeah i insisted i i got it right to take it in the headline here at the top but it wouldn't take it anywhere else it kept saying no you hmm. mean you mean awesome hmm. and i was like don't tell me how to be wow i know wow i really told that autocorrect yeah i feel like before. um i'm getting worse at typing on the phone like i kind of hit a point where if i'm texting with somebody and I send, and it's just like messy and not correct. Sometimes I'll just send it and be like, you get it. And the autocorrect seems to have given up on me in a lot of ways, I think. Huh. And when it doesn't give up on me, it gets way wrong. Like today I was sending, uh, I was typing the word Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> and it was, it changed it to Hokey app is two mm-hmm. yeah as you do yeah and it's can't the autocorrect check the zeitgeist Mm-mm. and say you know what it sure did autocorrect september i typed it in all caps once and now i can't type it regular without it being all caps it automatically makes it all caps which i'm like fine whatever it, maybe that'll get me excited for september but it more often than not i'll look back at texts that i've sent and messages that i've sent and just see that I, I look like a madman. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. if you love me, you'll take the time and energy to try and figure out what I was saying. But it becomes less and less clear. I feel like in this world of wild autocorrect, it, autocorrect has just gotten so aggressive lately. And I feel like we all know that. And so when someone types something that seems completely unhinged, mm-hmm. most of us will be like, what did they really type? Yeah. The other night, I took... This is not a skating story, but so I did. Because it's October 2nd right now. I know. You have five coins. <laughs> They're sitting in front of you on the table. They are. It's not a skating story. I'm going to say skating because we were, were skating, I'll be but it's not about. i whether this is a skating. You can't really, the, you can't be, it's an hey, auto- this is not a skating story. <laughs> Give 
that it's coin. just a story that's no, largely about skating. I'll be the judge of it. You tell the story and I'll see if it's a skating story. The other night, I took the kid skating with me. Okay. And when he goes, he brings a book because he needs to take breaks. Uh-huh. And he, he likes to read when he's taking breaks. Sure. So um, we packed up. We left. We got home. He was about to get in the shower. Okay. You were playing D and D virtual in your office, mm-hmm. and I got a message from one of our friends who was there that said he had left his book. She said, "I'll grab it," and I said, "Oh no, he's going to be so upset." Um, I said, "He's going to be really upset. Can I just come back and get it? Because uh-huh. I'm only like five minutes away." Uh, and she said that they that she'd wait for me. I think they were getting ready to yeah. leave too. I heard you leave. Yeah. So she said, we'll wait for you. And I said, on my way. And then I typed, thank you. But it autocorrected to tomorrow, KU. <laughs> KU, K space U or Not KU? Not just here. Let me, it's this message here okay. after on my way. Not just tomorrow, oh, but TMWK, like okay, Y-O-U. Uh-huh. Got it. Mm-hmm. Like tomorrow, okay, you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just, just hmm. absolute. I mean, obviously... Okay, well... My point is, it happens to all of us, and I think that we now live in a world where you you do the double take and you go, okay, what did autocorrect do, though? If you're, if you're kind, you do that. By the way, I thought about it mm-hmm. while you were talking. Instead of listening, I thought about it. <laughs> and Wait, is it a skating That's song? what I'm... <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and I've decided... That is not a skating story. That is as much a reading story as it is a skating story. And an autocorrect story. Yes, but the autocorrect is the passenger in the vehicle. Mm -hmm. And the vehicle is the story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so the autocorrect could have been a passenger in the skating story. But it was really just a a passenger in the momming story. Yeah. Like you were being a mom. Mm -hmm. So you got all five still. Whew. Thanks. That's great. It is great. But I think also I I was never good at typing on the phone. And I thought I'd get better at it mm-hmm. as the world. Like, this is life now. Like, you're never going to not be typing on your phone, mm-hmm. right? But I'm getting worse at it. And the things that I was bad at, specifically, I would never got better at. So I've got that baseline, you're bad at this. And now I'm adding new, lazy, who cares like dumbness onto it Mm -hmm. and i'm just it's just getting worse and i'm like i can't do speech to text i feel like that's going to open a whole nother can of worms oh yeah talk to text it's hilarious yeah i can't walk around being like i am going to go to kroger tomorrow do you want tortilla chip you know like some do Because. So I am going to interject here because I the way that I said that talk to text is wild might make it sound like I don't use it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I do. And it misunderstands me often. And so if I'm walking, I'll proofread it. But if I'm driving, I'll just send something that's a real mess. Uh, but I love talk to text. And I will say <laughs> Bandit hates talk to text. <laughs> so let me peel back the curtain on blogging a little bit. Blogging used to be very writing forward. I would spend most of my time writing. Mm -hmm. Recipe testing, obviously, but like a lot of time spent writing, Mm -hmm. um, crafting stories around the recipe and that kind of thing. I like that you call it crafting story. It made me like picture you as like a witch and the (laughs) typewriter was your cauldron. (laughs) You'd be like, I have newt. (laughs) 
story soy, about my family. It's a soy eye of newt, everyone. <laughs> Secondhand eye. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, Bought that- it used. <laughs> Controversial. So <laughs> the point is, blogging now, very little writing involved. I write like for maybe one or two hours a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time I spend like still recipe testing, but also like shooting and editing video and doing photos and so on, mm-hmm. stuff like that. My point is, I'm not like sitting at my computer typing out sentences right. a lot. Like Carrie Bradshaw. Right. I don't feel much like Carrie Bradshaw these days, especially because she had a lot better shoes than I do. I'm going to cut that joke. It wasn't Why? Funny. It's fun. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You're a mom. It's fun. Thanks. When did she find the time to write when she was living that life? I don't know. At night. She would sit in her window at night smoking cigarettes and writing. That's so late to in be li- up. In life. Yeah. yeah. Well, writers are, you know. Yeah, well, in the city. In the- uh, one thing I know about the city. Yeah. It does not sleep. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. Anyway. The point is, talk to text has ruined me. So when I sit down to do my one to two hours a week of writing, which I usually just do all at once, Mm -hmm. uh, like at first, typing feels so slow and inefficient. Mm. I'm a very fast typer, but it's still like, I want talk to text on my, I probably have it on my computer. (laughs) Yeah. But also, I probably shouldn't have it. But doesn't talk to text just get it wrong as much as typing gets it wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so well, it just feels weird to me to be typing because when I'm texting you, y'all, if I'm sending you a text, 80% chance it's talk to text. But do you have to go in there and then use your fingers to adjust stuff or do you just do another take? Often, if it isn't sure what you said, it underlines it in blue and you can tap it and select. It'll have a list of things that it also could be. But then it's like other people are hearing your text. What? Okay, I live in a house with you. So every time you do that, I hear what you're doing. Oh, yeah, As yeah. opposed to the silent mode of using your fingers to type the message, yeah. secret or not, it's still quiet. Right, right, right. I guess I just, I have carpal tunnel. And so anything I can do to to spare my poor hands from doing the stuff that gives it, makes it worse. Is I'm good. running 15 minutes late. Can we meet for skating at 1.30 instead of 1.15? <laughs> I'm running 15 minute late, 15 minutes late, period. Can we meet oh for my skating God. at 30 question mark? Do you really? You have to. Otherwise, it's just a run on sentence. God, that sucks. <laughs> this is the future? This get, is what we... You get used to it. I, I'm not used to it. I think in the future, punctuation will come into play on its own because I also use uh, in Premiere Pro, which is what I use to edit my videos, I also use it to generate closed captioning and it'll generate... A transcript and that transcript has punctuation including it's great at question marks it can hmm. tell when you're asking a question it can't always tell it doesn't do exclamation points hmm. i mean you have to edit the transcript it's not perfect but it has punctuation so we'll get there it probably just you need more processing power or something do you think i mean it's gonna what is, what is the future is the future voice or is the future fingers or is the future brain like just plug it into your brain and like or like eye movements oh uh, i don't think i don't think the future's fingers i think whatever the future is it's hands free because it's more convenient you can do it when you're driving you can do it when you are grocery shopping without stopping the grocery shopping etc 
Those are the two things I do. I drive and grocery shop. But the amount of time that people in the world spend, I sound like the oldest fucking man right now, but the amount of time that people spend on their phones in the world, if voice is going to replace all of that shit and you've just got people, like masses of people walking around going, like saying whatever stupid, like they're all on phone (laughs) calls all the time. Yeah. But they're like 45 second long phone calls with like dozens of people at a time. Mm Mm-hmm. That, that's terrible. <laughs> How could you live in that? I don't know. How are we going to live in that? I don't I'm know. I'm going to be the... I'm going <laughs> to move into a cave. <laughs> I'll just be over here dictating <laughs> exclamation points. You're, you're going to be able to live with that in that world. I think I already have begun to. You are dipping a toe. Yeah. And... But that's different from like living underwater, which is what we're going to be doing. This is the metaphor. You've dipped your toe in the water mm-hmm. and you're like, that's not so bad. I'm talking about like growing gills and living underwater. I don't know. I do enjoy the hands-free stuff. Since I've started doing talk to text, my carpal tunnel has been better. So if you're in that aisle at Kroger uh-huh. and there's seven other people in that aisle yeah, and they're all doing it. I just say, dude, you do quiet. You don't have to yell. And you think that. Society is going to agree not to not to yell. No, society is not going to agree. A child can't even agree not to yell. Well. You sent me a cute video uh of of the child and you at the skate night. And all I could hear was how loud the child was talking. Oh, but he was doing that on purpose. He was was by himself. I was like, these poor people are just trying to skate. Are hearing somebody belting out? <laughs> no, we couldn't hear him. Okay, I would go. Right, I had no idea he was narrating, and I passed by him several times okay. while he was doing that video. All right, he was narrating it on purpose. Okay, he was sitting on a big bench all by himself, uh-huh. taking a break. Uh-huh. He wanted to make a video. Okay, with narration. Okay, he thought it was funny, and it was funny. It was loud, it was but it was loud. also very loud. He was right next to the speaker. Okay. No one could hear him. Okay, all they could hear was grooves in the heart. Okay, the mix on that video made it sound differently. Well, <laughs> like was... it was a quiet night, and there's just <laughs> <laughs> the one voice that I'm familiar with cutting through loudly. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't worry. All right. Don't worry, darling. Hey, speaking of don't worry, darling, I went and saw another movie yesterday. Did you? This is a, I'm going to do a movie review segment, I think, on this pod. <laughs> what do we call it? Talking Toe Views. Perfect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was ready. Uh, I went and saw a movie called Barbarian yesterday. Barbarian. It was uh, recommended to me that I not look up what it is at all when I go and see it. And I think this person thinks I like scary movies more than I actually do. Like actively scary movies in a theater. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, I'm not going to say anything about this movie. But I am going to say that I am a grown man and I'm sitting in a movie theater <laughs> and I have both <laughs> fingers in my ears <laughs> and I've got a little trick that uh, keeps me looking cool. Where if I don't want to see what's on the screen, but I still want my face to look at the screen, I blur my eyes. <laughs> and that way I'm not seeing, I'm seeing shapes and shadows. And so like when the, when the shadows change, I know that that's the jump scare. And I got my fingers in my ears to avoid the audio jump scare. And so. 
And I yeah. would reach one finger out of my ear to take my popcorn and, and put popcorn <laughs> in my mouth. And then I'd put my greasy butterfinger back in my ear. God. I'm, a, I'm a coward when it comes to that stuff. Jump scares? Yeah, I don't like a jump scare. I don't love a jump scare either. I am easily jump scared by things that aren't even meant to be one. Yeah, but I did get my large popcorn and my large soda. Mm-hmm. And still was chomping long past... Uh, the agreed upon moment where we stop eating our snacks. Yep. Everybody else was nice and silent. And there's old crunch, crunch, slurp, slurp. Mm-hmm. Watching scary mm-hmm. movies. I did want to jump in and uh, reiterate. We mentioned this previously, but in case you missed that episode where we talked about this previously. A I'm lot, an A-lister. Yeah. A lot of movie theater popcorn is vegan. You just can, you could just have to ask, or you can look it up. AMC on their website tells you that their popcorn is dairy free. So um, that's very exciting. You can get popcorn at the theater. Just don't put that butter stuff on it that comes from the pump because who knows, there might be dairy in that. But if you just get it as is, it's vegan. I thought it would be funny if you had just taken a lap back around to remind <laughs> people that I was an A list. <laughs> Will you go see a movie with me soon? Maybe. What movie? <laughs> I don't like having to sell you on going to the movies like this. I know you don't like the movies, but you have fun when you go to the movies with me. That's just a time commitment. We will watch seven hours of a show on our couch. Speaking of watching seven hours of of a show on a couch. What about it? We have been watching For All Mankind. And y'all, if you like things about outer space, For All Mankind is so Good. Are you still in my movie review segment? Are you still in talking to views? Yeah, we've used this. We've what? We've used Sorry. it. View, viewed it. Yeah, it's just viewed. <laughs> it's used. <laughs> we've used it. What? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what is? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. I just, <laughs> I just want to dig in on what. Yeah, just really. You wanted to. It's talking to views. Uh huh. We talking to used it. Okay. Flawless. Well, uh, what platform is For All Mankind on? It's on Apple TV Plus. Yeah. It, the the premise of the show, which I feel like when you say the premise of the show, it sounds dumb. I don't think we need to... Like the premise of the show... Yeah? It, the premise of the show is kind of spoilery. Oh, is it? It is because the whole first episode is like <gasps> Oh, that's the- true. That's true. The premise of the show is a spoiler. Just watch it. It's so good. They're in space a lot. Yeah. You know, I, uh, look, I don't like to set a lot of ground rules with new segments mm-hmm. and we're overdue for an Amy's alternatives, but with talking to views, look, it's a big tent and everybody's welcome, but I want you to know that you don't have to <laughs> bring something to talking to views whenever <laughs> I do it. I just really like talking about for all men. I like, I love to do it too. You're we the- do it all the time. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, just try and craft it, <laughs> craft yeah. the, your story. So it's as airtight as my uh, review of Barbarian. In podcasting. <laughs> this is Talking Toe News. All right. Hey, uh, this one. This one's a, kind of a short one, so we can get back on track. Uh, since apparently I was taking too long with talking no, to views earlier to... in the in the show. We just needed to. We just wanted to move along. Yeah. 
Yeah, we yeah. needed to keep get the train. Hey, I hear you. I hear you. Stop talking about that. Start talking about this message received. <laughs> this one is kind of uh, from the dum dum section. Uh, this is mirror.co.uk, which I think is a bad newspaper, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Okay. But that's okay. Go on. Uh, this one's from October 1st, 2022. And uh, the parents left squirming at New York's slutty vegan restaurant. <laughs> the controversial, oh, this is Liam Buckler. Uh, wrote this. The controversial plant-based restaurant Slutty Vegan saw hundreds of parents and children queue up on Wednesday to check out the smutty fast food opening with some unimpressed. (laughs) So is this just about people clutching their pearls about the... I can't even think of the name of one of their burgers. The controversial restaurant opened its first New York diner where customers are referred to as sluts. (laughs) This is like... Hold on. The customers can be heard ordering a Hollywood hooker and a one-night stand in front of their kids. One child asked their parent what a slut was after their parents ordered their meals in front of them. Um, so it's it's the whole article is just pearl clutching <laughs> about the fact that whether true or untrue, some parents were upset that they went to a restaurant called Slutty Vegan. Yeah, and everything inside reinforced the name of the restaurant that was on the outside of the restaurant. like And in all of the marketing. It's also wild to me that down here in Georgia, there are like so many slutty vegan locations and I have not seen, and I expected to see and never saw an article like that because of where we live and how conservative Georgia is in general. It's funny, I... That um, in New York City, of all places... I assumed that in Georgia, people would have more of a problem with the vegan part than the slutty part. <laughs> they just hate all of right, it. Right. They just avoid the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think in New York, it's kind of, I don't know. It feels like a non-story. It feels like maybe it's made up. It's really dumb. But if it's true, yeah, super stupid. You know, I don't like to use that word, but like. It is. It's, you, you knew, you know what it is. Like, it's called slutty vegan. How dare you do what you said you were going to do? <laughs> yeah, why? And if you if you don't want to hear your kid to hear you ordering a menage a trois and ask you what that is, yeah, it's a it's a vegan burger with vegan shrimp on it. Should we get slutty vegan tonight? Mm, yeah, mm. Mm. we'll talk about it off mic. Okay, but I, that does sound good right now. Yeah. Anyway, my point is yeah. Shut up. <laughs> That's what I have to say to those people. <laughs> Shut yeah. it. It's just, yeah, it's dumb. It is dumb. This Was. is Talking News. See, quick, quick segment. Oof, it was quick. Quick segment, fun headline. Yeah, now... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back! Yeah, welcome back. Remember that dumb news story? Oh my gosh, it was so dumb. To the listener, this will be right next to where we cut to break just because we so rarely get that mid-roll. Seamless. We, just Go ahead. Yeah, no, seamless, that's all. We never know when there's going to be a mid-roll or not. Yeah, we just tell them We just tell them where to put the mid-roll and then they do it or don't do it. So, several times in the past couple of weeks, Dave and I have gone to lunch at Vietvana. Yep. You might remember Vietvana from the episode on our anniversary last year. We went there to their Krog Street or to their Pond City Market location on our anniversary and we got their vegan pho. Their Avondale Estates location, though, has a huge vegetarian menu and it's all vegan. I have asked. I'm just realizing that we did Vietvana for our anniversary dinner two years in a row. Oh my God. <laughs> So, spoiler, one of the Vietvana yeah. visits was our anniversary dinner. With our, with our son. With our son. Yeah. Very sweet. Yeah. So, we went back several times for science. Yeah. And we tried uh, a lot of the vegan items on the yeah, menu. Yeah, pretty, pretty hefty vegan selection on their menu. Pretty hefty mm-hmm. non-vegan selection as well, but really... Like you can get a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. So they have a vegetarian category. And did we try? We tried everything but two items on their vegetarian category. What are the two we did not try? We did not get the fried rice. Right. Which may have egg in it. We didn't check. But everything that the header of the section has the vegan indicator on it. That's right. So it's it must be vegan. Yeah. I would still ask. It's also weird the fried rice comes with steamed jasmine rice. Oh. Um, hey, more the more of that rice, the better. There's no too much of that rice. That rice is good. It's just a big old scoop uh, of sticky like, rice. Like it's like if you drew it. Yeah, it's, it's like that a perfect. Perfect. Like they must like press it into a bowl and oh. then pop it out onto oh, the Oh, it's so satisfying. It's so satisfying to break it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's got some like lightly sauteed green onions on top, like with salt and pepper. I could take or leave that green onions. Oh, they I don't like that. green onions. Oh, they make that rice so good. They're like the uh, sweet potato of onions. And then the other thing we didn't get was the sweet and sour tofu. I So what do you think about sweet and sour? I think it's yucky all the time. 
I think all sweet and sour is yucky. I think sweet and sour sauce is yucky. Why do people eat this? Why do why do people why do mouths want this? I like sweet and sour. I for the I like the sweet with the zesty <laughs> flavor. All the things you hate about it, I like. The thing that I don't like is I don't like the way that the sweet tastes with the sour. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Think that the sweet and the sour complement each other. Complement each other. Complement each other. <laughs> I do. I think they complement each other. I, well, just because you can say it right doesn't mean that you are right. But the, I think what, what I'm learning mm-hmm. is that my taste might be a little different from yours. Yeah. And just now? Figuring that out? Just for sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. Do you like soup? Like The soup baffles me. Hot and sour soup? Yeah. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite soups. It tastes like if you drained it from a garbage bag. What? Like what the juice is when you take the garbage bag out to the trash and a little bit gets out the bottom. (laughs) Like if you collected that in a bowl, that's what it would look, smell, and taste like. Hard disagree. Hot and sour soup is amazing. It's spicy. It's got like that good acidity that like just... Like satisfies your whole mouth. Oh, the best. Another take on how it tastes is if you <laughs> ate other kind of soup and then threw it up and then <laughs> ate that soup again is what it would taste like. Like throw up soup. You're just so wrong. Like throw up. Should we talk about what we ate? Yeah. What we did eat? Yep. Okay. So on the first visit, I got lemongrass tofu. These are little. The first visit. <laughs> Oh, no, I got the salt and pepper tofu. That's right. The first visit, you and I went for a quick lunch, and we both got the salt and pepper tofu. That's right. And it was... Rocked our world. Oh, my gosh. So they're little cubes of tofu, cornstarch breaded and fried. So they're crispy, seasoned with salt and pepper. And then they come with uh, pan-fried jalapenos and onions, like all over them. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is to get a bite of the tofu with some of the onion and jalapeno. Mm. Ugh, so good. A dream. So good. So we were raving about this. This. Oh, we- wait, wait, wait. And it, everything, every entree that we've gotten from there, I don't know if your, your clay pot did, but every entree I've gotten from there always comes with a scoop of the sticky rice, pickled carrots and daikon, sliced fresh tomato, and sliced cucumber. The hot pot that I got mm-hmm. came with the rice. So our trip, our first trip was not really for the pod. No, that was just for lunch. Right. And then we took a look at that menu and said, hey, let's come back here and try some other stuff for the pod. Let's also come back for our anniversary. Yeah. And we got- Let's be um, dumb enough that we're going to condense our anniversary dinner and a podcast visit into one thing. <laughs> We did choose it because we could uh, talk about it on the pod with y'all. So we got we both got the salt and pepper tofu. We both got it because one of our favorite delivery meals is the salt and pepper tofu from Soba in East Atlanta Village. And it's one of my favorite takeout dishes, maybe to eat. It's so good. Yeah. Tons, tons of jalapeno and onion. The Vietvana, I feel like really like does a great job with that dish as well. 
And um, it's definitely my favorite thing there. I think it's two different experiences. One, the one that we order from Soba is a really spicy kick. It's also meant to be a shared plate and kind of an entree or appetizer. an appetizer before the entree. But we get it as an entree and we just kind of get some extra veggies and stuff like that and make a meal out of it. But it's got chili peppers where this doesn't have and it has a lot of jalapeno. So it's not that one's better than the other. It's that... I think Viet Vaughn is going for something different with the salt and pepper tofu. Mm-hmm. They just have a lot in common. And that was kind of our launch pad. Yeah. To bring For All Mankind back into it. Yeah. Uh, to explore this dish. Totally. So then on the second visit, I ordered the lemongrass tofu. And I felt like with this one that the tofu didn't have a lot of flavor on its own, but it was really good when you got it with a bite of onion or jalapeno. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the salt and pepper tofu, the breading was more flavorful. Like if you did run out of onions, Mm -hmm. you were still good to go. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say I was looking forward to the lemongrass. Me too. It didn't have any, that. it didn't taste like lemongrass to me. Yeah. I saw little flecks of lemongrass in there. So you, so you couldn't sue them for it was false there, advertising. But I couldn't taste okay. it. It was a bummer. I was expecting a little bit of a zestiness yeah. and it wasn't there. And then what did you get on that visit? That was your clay pot. That was pot. the hot pot. Yeah. Or the clay pot. So yeah, the tofu and veggie clay pot had tofu, obviously. It had broth. It had bok choy in there. It had some carrots. had some other veggies as well. I think we were trying to figure out if it was a soup or not. Before we ordered. Yeah, because you can get a, like a clay pot dish where the rice is in there mm-hmm. and the heat from the clay pot makes the rice like crispy on mm-hmm. the edges. or Which is what I get at Francia every time we go to New York City. Yeah. And it rules. Yeah. You can listen to our New York City episode <laughs> to hear about Francia. Uh, but this one was, it was hard to, to get clear on whether it was soupy, brothy, or rice bowly. But it came and it was very brothy. It was practically a soup. And it came with a side dish that was a larger than normal mound of the sticky rice. Mm-hmm. And I, um, it was it was difficult to navigate for me at first. I basically had to treat it like a soup for a little while and then start working some rice in there mm-hmm. and transitioning it into a rice bowl. And once I kind of got, it became fun once I got into the groove of it. But it also, it was a lot of work. Mm. And I was kind of wishing I had had all of those ingredients out on the plate for me to kind of mess around. I could have done without the broth, I guess, is my point. Couldn't you have flattened the rice and then spooned the stuff over? I would have had to disrupt the... The mound. The mound, yeah. I understand. Yeah. So Is that um, what you're supposed to do? I, I don't know. Should I have asked what am I supposed to do? You could have. I think you're supposed to just eat and enjoy it however you see fit. So uh, Our child had the bok choy. mm -hmm. Wait, I wanted to talk about the... Oh, yeah. And that was what made me wistful for (laughs) putting all the stuff on a plate because I saw him with the stuff on his plate and said, oh, that'd be nice. So I tried the tofu and veggies in a clay pot and I really liked it. I thought that the broth was really nice. It had this like light, like anise flavor to it. Um. And it was very hearty and cozy. It had mushrooms in there and all kinds of other veggies. And uh, I, I would definitely order this. It would be hard to not order the salt and pepper tofu because it's so delicious. But if you want something a little like, like I think in fall and winter, this would be a nice warming dish. And I yeah, also, 
if you want something that's not deep fried because the tofu yeah. is if you're trying to go for something I don't I keep wanting to say a little lighter but I don't think it's really lighter but maybe healthier it's not lighter but it is worth pointing out that the fried stuff that we had there was very fried mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there was there is no lightly fried thing yeah it's very breaded yeah yeah but the breading is very flavorful mm-hmm. so it it's still delicious but if but you fried means crunchy pretty much across the board there mm-hmm yeah. Although we didn't try the fried rice. So yeah. I guess we should just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Episode over. So then, like Dave said, the kid got the chili bok choy and sauteed garlic. I was actually surprised that this was what he chose. It's an all veggie dish. I'm I'm shocked that there was all this tofu on the menu. And he was like, I'm going to get the bok choy. Yeah. Uh, and I think... After it arrived, he kind of regretted it because hmm. uh, it was just all veggies. And I think he was expecting there to be tofu in there. Oh, yeah. But gosh, I thought it was so good. It's We checked in advance because he, he likes a little bit of heat, but if it's super spicy and because chili was in the name, mm-hmm. we asked if it was spicy. Uh, they said it wasn't confirmed. It was not spicy at all. But it had this like light garlicky sauce and the sauce also had a little bit of anise in it, just like the soup. I also think that he wasn't wild about that flavor. Mm. There was also broccoli in there and the texture of the bok choy and the broccoli were like absolutely perfect. I loved this. I was stealing from his plate the whole time and I was trading him pieces of tofu for pieces of bok choy. Mm. I got to say bok choy is my favorite vegetable. Mm -hmm. Still is. We don't eat enough of it. It's criminal how... Rarely we have bok choy these days. I can, I, it was on the list this week and Kroger didn't have it. Well, I'm not saying you're the criminal. Okay. I'm saying it is criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be contributing to the crime. Sorry. But you're not, you're not the mastermind. You're not Mr. Bok. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, although Becky, bok choy, Becky, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. So then that was that one meal. That was meal number two. Mm-hmm. Oh, and at that meal, because it was our anniversary, we got special drinks and we got spark. They have a sparkling lemonade on the menu and it's like more of like a lemon lime aid. And it was very delicious. It was very sweet. I wrote it in all capital mm. letters. Mm. Very sweet. But it was a nice treat on a special day. Yeah. Yeah. Had a beer. You got a beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all toasted. We did a toast. Yeah. So then back to the, <laughs> on to the third visit, we went back. It was for just a, the first visit again. <laughs> yeah. We did this for science. We got the salt and pepper tofu again. I will say though, I'm glad we did this because this time it was very light on the onion and jalapeno. Ah. And I will recommend to you and try to remember also for myself next time. Ask for extra onion and jalapeno mm. when you order it because the onion jalapeno to me is what really makes this dish. Like That's the true. contrast of the tofu to the veggies is what makes it. 100% agree. Yeah. And if you don't have that, all you got are these green onions on your on your rice. Yeah. And that's no fun. We can all agree that that's no fun. Yeah. I was, because it was light on that, I was using the pickles to get kind of get a little bit of like a yep. contrast. And that was good, but... um not the same and plus i like to eat the pickles all by themselves because they're so good and i don't get to have vietnamese pickles often enough yeah yeah and it's worth saying the staff there was incredible oh so nice very nice very attentive very attentive this everyone that works there is so nice every visit that we've been to they're just they're funny and they're like very attentive well and you can see the kitchen (laughs) 
from the dining room. Yeah. And there's a really good vibe going on back there as well. Yeah. Like everybody's enjoying each other's company, which I think is probably a pretty rare thing. Yeah. On our first visit, our server took our order and then we were chit-chatting and she she was like, yeah, I'm really hungry. I'm thinking about going (laughs) next door. There's a subway next door, everyone. She said, I'm thinking about going next door to get a cookie. And I know their cookies aren't vegan, but this lady's not vegan and we live in the world. And we were talking to her about the cookies and we were like, you might as well get yourself two cookies because then you'll have one for later. And when she came back to bring us our food, she said that she had gone to get a cookie and she got three, mm-hmm. one for now, one for later and one for her coworker. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? Isn't that that's nice? just the vibe there. So nice. So that's Vietvana. So that's Vietvana. Would go again mm-hmm. a fourth time. I think... I think that's a we're we're that's a staple for us. Yeah. Also, their service is so fast. Yeah. So for we've been we've gone three of our visits mm-hmm. have been quick lunches. Quick lunches. No, two lunches, one dinner. Two lunches, one dinner. Yeah. And it's just like you could totally do a weekday lunch there. Your food comes yeah. out so fast. Yeah. And they get to you really fast too. Like you can order right when you sit down if you're ready. Yeah. A lot of space, a lot of, this is very Atlantic centric, but the Ponce location, the Ponce City Market location, super crowded, super long line, nowhere to sit. The Avondale location could not be more the opposite. Yeah, almost I was starting to worry because it was B, not crowded when we would go. Mm-hmm. But then when we went. There's just piles of takeout orders. Yeah. And the door every time we go in. Is there? Yeah. I didn't. That's good just to know. But usually they're not that busy. But this last time we went, the dining room was bumping. Mm-hmm. But we still didn't wait long for our yeah. food. They're just, their turnaround is quick. I feel like we need to quantify bumping. There were four parties in there <laughs> in addition to us. It's not a huge, actually it is a It's a large big. dining room. It is. This Could have held 10 times that, but it was more than just us, which it was the last couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good to see other people in there. I'm glad yeah. that you mentioned the takeout boxes because if they close, I'll be sad. It's Me mo- too. It's my favorite quick lunch spot right now. Whoa. Yeah. For lunches? Whoa. What's yours? Willie's. All right. You want to try something new? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So this is not the Hooray Foods bacon that made such a splash when it came out. Mm-mm. Like that was a pretty big deal. It was pretty difficult to find. This is what a 2.0 version of that bacon. Yeah. When did that come out? Don't know. Oh, okay. I thought you were looking that up. No, I was getting my notes. Okay. This is Talking Toes. Okay, this one, uh, we can cite Veg Economist here from July 15th, 2022, about uh, plant-based bacon brand Hooray Foods. is launching its new and improved Awesomer Bacon at U.S. grocery stores and food service nationwide, featuring a game-changing crispy and chewy texture. It says it mimics the flavor of pork bacon like never before. That's the headline. This is Talking Toes. All right, so that... Came out midsummer, so we had tried the Hooray Foods bacon a while back. I I liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. I wanted to go back to what we were talking about with autocorrect. No, talk to text. 
I talked to text my notes here. Oh. You have to cookies until they're very crispy. Oh, okay. Yep. Just wanted to do that quick callback. Got it. The advice I've always gotten about her Ray Foods bacon, and I applied it to the awesomer bacon as well, is mm-hmm. that you you want to cook it until it's really crispy. Mm. Like, yep. like it looks done. Keep going a little longer until it's nice and crispy. Like you pick it up and it doesn't flop. Mm-hmm. That's just going to give you the best experience. Okay. When You'll also know that they're starting to get ready because until they're ready, they're kind of sticky. And that makes it a little bit of a an adventure to cook because uh-huh. you have to keep them separate from each other or they just kind of all become one. Uh-huh. And they'll stick to the spatula too. So you just kind of have to work it until you cook off that stickiness. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it because I think they have a nice crunchy texture and that smoky, sweet flavor, which it's a little bit mild, I thought. And I also thought it was saltier than hmm. the the original Hooray Foods, but I really liked it. And I honestly don't remember the old one very well, but I really liked this new one. I think, all right, I'm going to find a nice way to do this. Okay. Oh, I wanted to say one more thing. Okay. I cooked them, like I said, until it was like stays flat, crunchy, mm-hmm. but it was still tender inside, which is what they are promising, crunchy, tender. It really does that well. The texture, I feel like they nailed it in this version. In a way that I don't remember from the first one. Because I remember the first one, I was kind of underwhelmed. I don't mm. even think... Did we do an episode on it? Yeah. I think we did an episode on it. I think we prepared it incorrectly one time. Then another time, we prepared it more correctly. Then a third time, we did it correctly again. And then the fourth time that we've tried it, we've tried the awesomer bacon. And here's the thing. This is the thing I was going to try and, and do nicely. Is I think that you are stretching to find positive things to say here. I think this is the equivalent of when the iPhone iOS, new iOS comes out and there aren't really any show-stopping features. It's more like, hey, the icons wiggle a little bit more organically when you are moving your icons around the screen, like little tiny updates like that. But the Apple fanboy is like, wow, this is a game changer. This is a whole new thing. Look at this laundry list of tiny quality of life improvements. You know what I mean? Like, I think the bacon was doing just fine before. The bacon's doing just fine now. Maybe there are some marginal upgrades. But I felt like I didn't really see a big difference between awesomer and awesome. I guess I just don't remember the original and the awesomer really made an impression. And mm-hmm. maybe it was just that I was better at preparing it. Maybe marketing works too. Maybe it's, marketing works. Nobody is immune to marketing. It's good bacon though, y'all. Yeah. That was good. It. I yeah. just expected you to be more upset that I said that you were stretching and that you were an app, the equivalent of an Apple fanboy, but for Hooray Foods bacon. No, I think that if there's anything that I have that level of fandom for, it's food. Yeah. Like, especially like new vegan specialty project products. Like that's, I get so pumped. Yeah. And I do, I want to love it all. Yeah. I just like, it, it feels like they were reaching for a headline, like reaching to have a moment. They had improved their product, something that internally they were feeling pretty good about, thought that this could be another excuse to get some press for their bacon mm-hmm. and maybe made a mountain out of a molehill of what was new about this one, you know? Yeah. But I'm not mad at him for it. Yeah. I'm just, you know, hey, I got to call it like I see it. In, in this biz, somebody who can who can shoot straight 
and just say say for what it is, you know? That's true journalism. I, I'm a true journalist is what I was saying. You are. Is that somebody who can... You're a straight shooter. Straight shooter. Mm-hmm. Call, call him like I see him. Mm-hmm. He's just telling it like it is. That's that's what you're doing. That's Hey, that's journalism. You know? <laughs> no take. No spin. That's right. You know? Just fair and balanced, would you say? Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> I've done two big articles in this episode alone yeah. and a movie review segment. I'm practically <laughs> CBS Mornings. <laughs> That's you. Hey. Hi. Let's eat some jerky. All right. Hey, y'all. Becky here with a quick correction. In the episode, I said that the company that makes Noble Jerky made steak bits but they actually are making a vegan ribeye steak that we are very excited about. Back to the show. A few episodes ago, Dave was talking about a company developing vegan steak pieces. Mm -hmm. Not steaks like we were hoping, but steak chunks or something. Yeah, disappointing. Disappointing. But the same company we found out also makes jerky. Urbani Brands is the main company. It's called Noble Jerky. And on Amazon, I was able to find two flavors. They should have called it No Bowl Jerky. They should have called it No Bowl Jerky. Missed opportunity. No dash bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like bowl. <laughs> that's right. So I got the teriyaki and the chipotle because that's what was available. Okay. Not a not a plain? No, these are all duplicates. You can, Good the, Lord, there's a lot. I know. Well, this is the smallest amount I could order. Okay. <laughs> so this is what we got. Yeah. So there's a chipotle and there's a teriyaki. Okay. They are soy protein based, mm-hmm. non-GMO everyone uh, with seasonings. And that's really everything that's in them. A little bit of canola oil. Huh. So let's start with the teriyaki. I feel so like. is this just like a le- like a dried soy curl? I think that that probably Seasoned? is what we're looking yeah. at. Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm not optimistic going into this. I'm like pretty pumped. I'll be honest. Okay. But the te- it looks to me a little bit like the jerk. No, not like the jerk way. So I, outside of the Beyond Jerky, I hate all vegan jerky. <laughs> I think it's all Ooh. terrible. The teriyaki jerky smells incredible. All right. Well, I'll be incredible. You should say it's incredible. Incredible. Can you do the bull noise real quick? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it smells gingery. Very sweet. Very sweet. This is more in line with the jerkies that you like than the jerkies that I like. Mm-hmm. I think you're really going to enjoy this. You're about to say that you really like it. I do not. I love the texture. A little too sweet for me. I mean, I'll eat it, but. Texture is better than like the jerk way. Mm-hmm. It's matching that beyond texture, which is good. Like it's tough. It's less tough than the beyond though, which I yeah. think is a plus. No, I think it's an. Here's the thing about jerky. You want jerky to be, you want to have to work on the jerky. Oh. You got to like, you're supposed to last forever is the thing. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like that's what cowboys are doing on their horses going across the, the plane. They want to be like gnawing on that thing all day. Is that what they want? Yeah. Ooh. You ever talk to a one. cowboy? Mm-mm. That's all they talk about. 
All right, chipotle. It's tomato paste that makes it red. It's not uh, paprika. Okay. This is the chipotle flavor. Oh, hell yeah. In both flavors, the taste of the flavor and the taste of the jerky are two separate things. They might as well be in two separate rooms. Like I'm tasting the jerky and I'm tasting whatever they put on the jerky. Really? In two different experiences, yes. I'm not having that experience. And this tomato paste tastes like ketchup. This tastes like a ketchup jerky. Oh, I don't think so at all. I will tell you, there's definitely paprika in this. But it must be just rolled up under spices. Mm -hmm. I can taste the paprika. I'm tasting the tomato paste. Oh, I think it's so good. Look, Not as smoky as I would expect from a Chipotle, but I still think it's really good. Look, I said before, mm-hmm. I tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. I call them like I see them. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a straight shooter. More yep. than a bit. Yeah. I'm a lot of a straight shooter. Yeah. So, in this reporter's opinion, two thumbs down. What? I'm giving them two thumbs up. So, do with that what you will, listener. Wow. 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 So, a listener, <laughs> have we got a letter for you? It included a screenshot. Mm. I'm so excited to share it. Okay. I've been holding on to this letter. Oh, goodness. Since September 2nd. This is an anonymous letter. Okay. <clears throat> Dear wow. Talking Tofu. Long-time listener here, and I would also guess I am humbly in the top five fans of the pod. <laughs> For anonymity's sake, you can call me Bakey, Takey's more sensitive and older sister. Oh, goodness. Okay. Wow. While I usually write in about food suggestions or Bravo TV fodder, I came across something more troubling, but a common talking point in the vegan subculture. I recently saw one of my college friends who is now influencer adjacent (laughs) post on, aren't we all, post on Instagram stories about, a post and Instagram story about how there is literally nothing dumber than eating fake meat and calling it straight suicide to eat lab-grown frankenfood instead of real meat. I will post a screenshot below this message for you to read. Straight suicide. To eat. Because it's so unhealthy? I guess. I think so. Okay. My question is, do you ever run into these voiced opinions outside the internet within or without your social circles? If you have, what would you say in response to these people? I personally haven't had the pleasure of engaging with someone who has the audacity to voice this aloud, but I was wondering if either of you have. I understand the internet can be an echoey cesspool, but this was posted by someone who is not normally posting inflammatory holier-than-thou takes like this. Hmm. So I guess it's bothering me more than it should. In any case, this influencer can rip my Gardein frozen items from my <laughs> cold Franken hands. Hell yeah. Love, Bakey. And then here's a screenshot. Oh, well, this is a car- the person's... Uh, it's a screen grab of a tweet. The user's name is Carnivore Carnivore Orealis, and then next to there, then there are some emojis. Uh, the first one is the steak emoji, sun emoji. Is that a llama? Can Can I see it? Yeah, sure. You can see it. You can read read what Carnivore Orealis has to say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> one of those guys. Carnivore Aurelius. Aurelius, sorry. 
Well, I'm going to enjoy another piece of uh, vegan jerky yeah, while you, you read can, this take. You can have it. You've got six bags to get through because <laughs> I will not touch that jerky. There is literally nothing dumber than eating fake meat. Avoiding meat is dumb enough, but then replacing it with the fragrant food of processed soy seed oils and lab-created ingredients is straight suicide. So here's, here's, here's it's a great question. I don't like to give something like this oxygen. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, a listener wrote a letter. Really wants to know what we would do if we encountered this in the world, if I'm understanding the question correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do not encounter this. If I do encounter this, it's somebody acting in bad faith mm-hmm. and somebody looking to upset you, not have a conversation. Yeah. You know, it sucks. It sucks more and more as the world thinks that this is the way to have a discourse. The thing that sucks is that the response to it is unchanged which is you ignore it unless it's hurting somebody, unless it's actively trying to act in good faith and is wrong, that warrants action. Mm -hmm. If it's hurting somebody, that warrants action. Mm -hmm. But if it's just this, like, look at me. Yeah. Acting in bad faith, like all you can do is ignore it. Mm -hmm. Any amount of oxygen fuels it. And ignoring it doesn't make it go away. It doesn't even get it off your radar. And ignoring it is also impossible because it lives in your head. Mm -hmm. And you want to get it out of your head. And and the way to get it out of your head is to like talk about it and act on it and and try and all of those things give it oxygen. And that's that's the shitty reality of of the online and sometimes real life world these days, you know? But I think I'm personally blessed that... I don't encounter this in the real world very much. And I'm at work. I'm one of very few vegans. Yeah. And most of the people I talk to are, you know, it's it's a lot of like, oh, I could never give up cheese or like that level of it. But that's just conversational. Yeah. Playing, you know? Yeah. Cliche, but doesn't hurt, you know. Right. You can shrug off a comment like right. that. They're it's, not, it's not at you. Yeah. They're just talking about their feelings. Yeah. And I have to acknowledge that on my journey, I went through those same motions and I was well-intentioned during them, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's a good space to kind of course correct that thinking, but sometimes you just kind of let people go on that journey and and hopefully they'll get there too, you know? So I'll say I haven't run across this level of toxicity out in the world, certainly on Twitter. I once had someone on Twitter ask me um, what prescription medications I was taking. Mm. But um, I have run into people with wrongheaded health claims that they've like, because of this kind of toxic misinformation, like I've run across, like I was talking to a mom once, this was years ago, at like a child's birthday party. And I was like, I think our kid was one Mm -hmm. or maybe two, but I was saying that when he stopped doing formula, we transitioned him to soy milk that the his pediatrician said that that would be fine, that that was our preference. And she said it was fine and mm-hmm. totally healthy. And the mom said, well, but they say that soy is, is bad for kids. And normally a comment like that, I might snark or just kind of brush it off or walk away. But this particular mom, I could tell like, because often that is in bad faith, Mm -hmm. but this person really was like seeking information. And so I said, but like, who are they? Mm -hmm. And she stopped and was like, I don't know. Mm. (laughs) Like, it really felt like we had had a meaningful, like sometimes just maybe questioning back, like, 
gently though, like curiously and only when it feels like you can feel it in your gut if it's worth doing that or not. You know, if you're feeling defensive, then probably that's for a reason and you should just walk away and try not to say something snarky. But um, every once in a while, it's worth it to push back like ever so gently. And sometimes you can even change hearts and minds, but gosh, so rare. Yeah. Like for that one interaction, I probably have had dozens where I just said nothing because Mm -hmm. I felt like it wasn't worth my energy to say anything. I'm not going to argue with someone who's just out to start an argument. Well, and and you react to bad energy by creating more bad energy. And that bad energy is your bad energy, is your energy that you put out there that is bad, you know, like... Mm -hmm. It kind of hips your balance a little bit. I don't want to sound all hippy-dippy about it, but it is. You either live in a positive space or you live in a negative space. And sometimes you can choose which space you want to live in. Sometimes you can't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I don't know how helpful this was uh, to you, but I would say, like, this guy, this tweet. This guy's not her friend. Their no, friend. right, right, right. But it's a screenshot. So you could. So it's hard to say because it is your friend. Like, I guess you could gently question, but I, I think online you just let it go. This person's looking for clicks. This person's looking for likes. This person's looking for ha-has. This person's not looking for truth. Yeah. They thought it was funny. Yeah. Which, like, let them have the laugh, you know? Sure. It It's, A, it's not personal, even though it's talking about an action that you do. Mm-hmm. It feels but, personal, for right, sure. Right. But... Also, like, they don't care about that, this that much. No. They probably don't even remember posting this yeah. <laughs> at this point. I would roll it up as to just a shit poster. If it wasn't about this, it would be about something else. Yeah. It's just shit. Vegans are easy targets. Yep. Yeah. The good news is they probably feel sad uh, inside. So they're already being punished for being rude. Who among us is not sad inside? That's a good point. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five star reviews. We might even read yours on the podcast. Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. If you would like to write us a letter, you can write to us at talkingtofupod at gmail.com, talking without the G, or slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram like Bakey did. Yeah, I did want to, I was about to circle back before you, like, slapped my wrist. Excuse me. Sorry. To say, Bakey, I am sorry for your loss. We glossed right over that. That's got to be tough. Like, to not know for so long and then to find out. On the podcast. Right. And then to have hope. Like, a a second layer of hope. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then have that ripped away, too. Yeah. Like, it's got to suck. Yeah. So, Bakey, I hope you're getting the help you need. May his memory be a blessing. <laughs> it's not easy to be a listener of Talking Tofu. Yeah. But it's even <laughs> it's even less easy to be related to somebody involved with Talking Tofu. <laughs> so I definitely feel this. God, it really is. You can hey. also... What? Just do the rest. Just do the rest <laughs> at this point. If you don't like how I do it. Do it. No, I'm done. I'm taking my headphones off. Did we thank the Toeheads for listening? Yes. I feel like when we do that. I did that whole paragraph. Yeah, you did. I feel like we read that paragraph and it doesn't convey to you that we really are thankful to you for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. 
You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And Lion Leader was taken on TikTok. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.